0: We are called into Jesus' mission and vision for his church, which means that we are made for more. We're called to be a conduit of God's grace. But what does that really even mean? I mean, a conduit is described as a channel for conveying something like water or electricity. So how are we a conduit of God's grace? Well, by applying what we read from our Old Testament reading this morning from the First Kings, In our first reading, Elijah asked the widow to bake him a cake, a little cake, to eat before she made anything for her and her son. And Elijah had promised her that if she did, she would have enough for her and her son. If Elijah's words did not come true, she would have used up the last of her provisions feeding him. So she was faced with a difficult choice. She could trust only in what she could see and feel and get one more meal for herself and for her son. Or she could trust this, take a chance on this wandering prophet's word that she just met and give up the tangible flour and oil that she had in her possession and hope for the miracle that he had promised. This remarkable wor- woman chose the more difficult option. And as a result, she and her son, not only had enough for another day, but for another year. That was truly an act of faith. God rewarded her for being a conduit of his grace by giving what she had for the good of another. And as Elijah promised, God blessed her for it. There's some very valuable principles here for our own lives about our possessions and specifically our money. Now, I'm not telling you that you should give all that you have to church or charity. You should do that, you know, give that to me. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. But it does turn out that God has a lot to say about money. Because He knows just how much we need it, and really how much we worry about it. I mean, He knows how essential it is to our daily lives, and at the same time, how it can just slip through our fingers. Money, in fact, is a spiritual issue. It's a spiritual issue because we can so easily get used to growing in trust of it, and trusting in money, rather than growing in our trust in God. It's very interesting that the more industrialized a country becomes, the more it moves from a third world to a first world country, where all needs are met by the prophet, then the faith begins to fade and begins to fail, and it becomes less and less important. If you'd like to see that, just look at the last hundred years in Ireland. It's a spiritual issue, because wherever our money goes, our hearts go as well. And here's why this matters to us. Because money should serve you, and not the other way around. That's what God intends. That's the proper place. That's the proper relationship we're to have with money. God wants for us to be in control of our money and to use it for good purposes, like honoring him, like helping other people. God doesn't want us to be worried or stressed about our finances. That's why Jesus talked about it. And that's why we talk about it as well. So, like the woman in the first reading who was very concerned about her, her and her son, if she gave too much, they wouldn't have enough to survive. But what a tough decision. She trusted Elijah's word and, by extension, God's promise to her to take care of her. And she realized that what she had was God's, and that God generously blesses those who give, especially. When giving hurts. That's why we call it sacrificial giving. The source of your possessions and income is, is not your business. It's not the company you work for. It's not even your investments. It's God. God is the source of your income. And those are simply the channels that He uses to bless you. God is the owner and we are his money managers. We're his stewards. The money we have in our hands is only there for a little while as a loan from God, and then it goes to somebody else. Isn't that the way it goes? The woman in our reading knew all too well. In our our day, we would have said that she was living paycheck to paycheck. She wasn't rich, and as a matter of fact, she was probably a low person on the totem pole. Giving hurt, and in this case, it could have meant the life of her and her son. Some of us here know what it's like to live paycheck to paycheck. Maybe you don't now, but you remember it. But lots of us have enough, probably even more than we need. For her, giving meant everything, but it had to be learned. It was something she had to be taught. And so in our day, we're used to being asked to give to things. It can be tough to decide what we dare to give to and what we shouldn't. But as Christians, the first thing that we should think of is God and His church. That's why we we talk about giving as a, a priority, and particularly as a priority in your budget. It should be the first thing in your budget. So you give God first. God teaches us all throughout Scripture. If we do, He'll bless us. In the story of Elijah, he asked a woman to make his cake first, and then she would receive blessings. Whatever area of your life that you want God to bless, you have to put Him first. If you want Him to bless your time, you have to put Him first on your schedule. If you want Him to bless your family, you have to put Him first in your family. If you want him to bless your business, you have to put him first in your business. If you want him to bless your finances, you gotta put him first in your budget. It is giving to God that is the key to financial peace. It's giving, not prayer, that puts God first in our finances. He wants to bless your finances and he wants what your money represents, your life, your heart, because in giving him your life and your heart, you'll find fulfillment. He's trying to tell you that you're made for more. You're to be a conduit of his grace. So here at St. Mary, I I invite you. The most helpful way to give and to put God first in your finances here is to give online. You automate what's important. This This is the way that Almost 50% of the giving households of our parish give to support the mission and work of this church. So if you'd like to sign up for online giving, you can simply go to our website, stmary.life, and there's a little icon that says give. You can sign up that way. Or if all that may be too difficult, you can just call the office and we can walk you through it. Now, on the screens, there's a chart showing the range of parishioners offertory gifts organized by steps and another chart where you compare your weekly income with your weekly gift both of those charts are in your pew as well if you if you don't mind taking that out so there's two sides to the card if you look at the first side with the yellow and blue steps it says you know what the steps are so you know this is the time to pray about, where's my family on this? Where, what step are we on? And so we encourage you to maybe consider taking the next step, if it's possible. And then if you look at the other side of the card, you note the blue graph. Here you can indicate what kind of step you would like to take. For example, if you're giving at the level of 3%, might you give it 3.5? Now, if you put a check or cash in the offertory basket each week, we thank you. We really appreciate any way that you want to give to us. But going forward, we ask that if you would to please give to our online system so we can create a more accurate budget to fund our mission and our ministries. We encourage you and challenge you to use your offertory commitment card also to take that next step. So now we're just going to pause for a few moments. We're just going to take a few moments to kind of pray over this, to think about this. And give you the opportunity, if you'd like now, to take the next step. You also see that there's a section there that we include for prayer. that We include for prayer intentions. So we, we want to know how we can pray for you. And So if you would, please put how we can pray for you. Put your name there so that we can personalize that. And we can pray for you individually and for your family. And So just fill out a card. Put it in the offertory basket today, or maybe take it home and pray about it and bring it back next week. And just remember, it's, it's not really where you, where you are on the chart. It's not about that. And it really is about taking the next step. And whether that means you've never really given, and this would be the first time you're thinking about it, or possibly you're thinking about increasing your gift, that's really what's most important. And so I just want you to remember that God will bless You supporting his mission and his vision here in our church at St. Mary.